Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishment, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Welcome to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody asked for I am your host Sammy C And I'm graced with the presence of two wonderful guests Returning to the show, Mr. Andrew Schwartz Hello my fans, hello my anti-fans I know you're out there And the lovely and delightful Sarah Kathleen Oh thank you, and I'm also returning It is a delight to have each of you back For this action-packed minute here Is it really action-packed? It's action-packed for what I've what I've hosted so far uh, <laughs> At least dialogue We'll get into it. But uh, for those of you following at home, this is minute 18, begins at 18.01 and ends at 19. And without further ado, I'm about ready to get into the summary. Are you guys ready for it? Yes. Ready and willing. So this minute starts in possibly the best way that a minute could possibly start in this film, which is with one of the weird soundboard meows that we're supposed to believe comes from Duffy. And Phil is sitting at a couch next to him, and he says, well, that sure was random. Wow, a cat making a noise it normally makes. What a surprise. Well, but when it's like a fake cat noise that is kind of random and then the cat uh duffy thinks not really phil but i'll spring that on you on another day i'm very confused by that i should make some statements here one i've not seen the whole movie so maybe it is answered before but two does is this cat like garfield is he speaking in thought bubbles can everyone understand him no you, he the, <laughs> the thing is if his unless you see his mouth open in this terrifying void he is not speaking out loud <laughs> right now he is just thinking to himself so he's not a talking cat at this moment. No, at this moment he he is not talking because you don't know you may not know this. I don't know what minutes you've done, but the point of the magic of his collar is is that you he can only speak to each human one time. I don't really think I would call that magic. So he he can only speak in the presence of a person at one point in their entire lifetime and that's it. So he has to use it very wisely. I also got a problem with the way the guy is sitting in this. <laughs> With that gut just hanging straight out there. Yeah, he's... Very improperly fastened shirt. Yeah. Because you get a huge flash of skin when he stands up. Yeah. It's as bright as the sun. And he is very, uh, he is very slouched down. Well, he's retired now. He can do what he yeah, wants. Exactly. Yeah, he can just relax. Who are we to judge? Phil is silent for long enough for Duffy to think loudly to himself and then <laughs> yells, Chris, did you let the cat in? And uh, then Duffy, in his continuing, like, sassy interior monologue, is like, I let myself in. It's easier than you would think. Got a lot of questions for that. Yes. What do you mean it's easier than you think? <laughs> 
cat. <laughs> There's no cat door here. Yeah. I assume the windows are closed. So what are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like if it is that easy for Duffy to enter his house, like he should use his speaking time to warn Phil about how easy it is to get into his house. It's like he could get robbed at any point. He could steal his weird furniture. Yeah, people would probably break in just to burn that the uh, the weird driftwood drag queen statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, burn the driftwood drag queen. The driftwood drag queen. I like that. And then Phil kind of sighs deeply and looks at Duffy and he goes, what should I do? So it's like, feed me. You can feed me milk or lunch meat. No, he says, does he say like sandwich meat or? Yeah, yeah. Something very specifically Del- weird. Yeah. I thought. Something like that. What's really like kind of magical about this is that we all heard something different. <laughs> I thought that was kind of an odd request, though, because, I mean, I have two cats, and neither of them have ever been really interested in lunch meat or deli meat. My cat only wants to eat human food. I give them roast beef sometimes when I have it. They love it. They go crazy for it. A couple years ago, we were hosting Thanksgiving, and my friend was over making the turkey, and she had brined the turkey, and she, like, left it in the sink um, for a minute and turned around and like she turned back around to face the turkey and my cat had eaten like an inch of turkey neck in like a minute that's kind of horrifying she's just, like, oh my god she in, within a minute she jumped up on the counter by the sink and had gnawed off like an inch of the turkey neck it was that's so it disturbing was pretty creepy yeah i think the worst part is the turkey neck it could be anything else it'd be like okay <laughs> bye whatever the turkey neck, it's so specifically yeah, creepy. Yeah, well, but that was, like, kind of lucky, because then it's just like, all right, chop off the turkey neck. We can still eat our Thanksgiving turkey. So then uh, Phil Phil apparently is a is a good candidate for a cat adoption, because he's very obedient. And so he looks at Duffy, and he goes, you look hungry. Why don't I fix you something to eat? And Duffy's thought bubble responds with, sure, buddy, let's eat. And here's my question to you guys. Do you think Phil... And Duffy are at buddy level yet? Yeah. Because I think no. that's a little familiar on no, Duffy's I part. No, I think they're, like, best friends. Duffy was assuming um, too much. No, I think they're best friends. I don't think they're even on the texting level yet. They well, are acquaintances No, they're not on the so texting far. level because Duffy can't text. Duffy is a talking cat, not a texting cat. <laughs> uh, speaking of Duffy... Before we jump on to the next part, I just want to talk about Eric Robert sounds the most tired I've heard him so far in any of the minutes I heard. Yes. Like, this is like, oh, death is a Colin. Yes. He's just like, at this point, he's about, he's getting through the script and he's like, ugh, what have I signed up for? But perhaps, you know, one of the better parts of this minute, in my opinion, just because I love this kind of thing about this movie, is that, you know, the cat... Duffy says, sure, buddy, let's eat. And then the next shot is this, like, long extended shot of, like, the side of the house. <laughs> oh, what was that thing inside the milk? Because it really grossed me out when I saw it. Okay, there was, like, a chunk of tuna or something in the milk. You guys, oh. it's not milk. It's a plate of water. Oh, God, that makes it even <laughs> it's, worse. It's, it's like, like, really white it's like water, then. tuna <laughs> soup. I swear to God, it's water. Meanwhile, Eric Roberts is like... Yum. Mmm. Yum. Nom 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 nom. A full minute probably of it is him going nom 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 nom. 
I wonder if, like, that's actually, if he was actually, like, eating while he recorded that and he actually makes that sound. I picture him in a dark closet with like a specifically with a sliding door and it's like slightly ajar so that he can just barely like see um in there but it's like a closet it's empty yeah it's empty except for like two bare wire hangers three feet above his head but yeah he's like sitting on the floor in a bathrobe of course as you do uh when you sit in the closet and record audio for a film my thing is with this minute for most of it, it sounds like he is dead asleep. I think he woke up seven in the morning. Usually wakes up at nine. He's like, "Oh fuck, the things due yep. at ten o'clock today. I gotta get this done right now." Yeah. But he's been drinking the whole night before, so his voice is all scratchy. So he's like, "Oh shit, what do I do? I gotta take a hair of the dog." So he starts drinking in the morning. He's tired. He's hungover. He's in his bathrobe. He starts reading from the script. His eyes are blurry. He can't focus. And then he says something to the effect of, did someone say my name? I don't care. Yum, 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 yum. And it's like, what are you saying? No, I don't know. What are you talking about? No one said Duffy. Which was even more perplexing. So I think that line was like a little bit out of order. uh, Because the next line Phil says is, do you like that, Duffy? (laughs) Maybe he's psychic. Phil and Phil and Duffy have like a mental connection going yeah. on. It's like you know he's a cat. He's probably enjoying what I assume is still milk. Best, best yeah, friend. they're best friends. Okay, and then enter Chris, who is just a fucking grump. Yeah, let's just be honest. And he's like he's rocking that blue polo though, guys. He's rocking yeah, he that really blue polo. He really is. You know, he's one of those guys that can really pull off a polo. He walks in and he goes. Did you let the cat in? And that's pretty much the end of our minute. Yeah. I think the kid's got problems, though. He's, I think he's definitely on the spectrum, the way he acts around people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be, like, kind of, anytime he's having, like, a, a social interaction with anyone other than his father, he seems just terrified. Yeah. Do we have any stray thoughts on the minute? My thought is get a looser shirt, <laughs> one that's not tight around your belly, that it's showing it off to the world. Or- Wear an undershirt. I think for the rest of the movie, pretty soon here, he'll be in a tracksuit. He he brings back the weird button-down shirts uh, later. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. Uh, I've been Sammy C. I have been temporarily Andrew. And I... Yeah, I'm Sarah. Can't get enough of Talking Cast? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cast. Follow us on Twitter at Cast. And you can help out the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Bye. Bye. God bless. Minute by minute. That's so they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a That was episode 19 of A Talking Cast. Your host was Sammy C. With guest hosts Andrew Schwartz and Sarah Kathleen. Edited by Darren Huston. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A talking cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended.
Rest in peace, Abby Randazzo.